Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about global shipping. This week, global shipping prices hit an all-time high. The proliferation of the Delta variant of COVID-19 has slowed the turnaround of containers all over the world, further amplifying an already acute shortage. China has experienced major floods along their southern coast, which further delayed the shipment of goods. Global shipping is now fully disrupted. Shipping rates this week hit an all-time high of $20,804 for a single container, transiting the Panama Canal from China to the U.S. East Coast. At this time last year, that same container would have cost under $2,000, and in normal market conditions, a container to the U.S. West Coast would cost about $1,200 for a TEU. That's the small size 20-foot equivalent unit container. Containers come in three sizes generally, 20-foot, 40-foot, and 53-foot sizes. In some isolated cases, prices have hit nearly $30,000. The higher container cost is translating into higher charter rates for ships. Shipping companies naturally are responding by diverting capacity to the highest paying customers on the most lucrative routes. That means the U.S. is getting more than its fair share of container ship traffic. But this too is causing a cascade of supply chain issues around the world, that will eventually trickle down to other parts of the economy. We do expect this to come full circle. See, every time there's been a disruption, shipping companies have used the disruption as a reason to raise rates. Even the six-day blockage of the Suez Canal earlier this year caused rates to rise all around the world. And in truth, this is starting to feel more like an excuse than a real reason. There is significant growth planned in the shipping industry, amounting to nearly 20% of existing capacity. That means a lot of ships under construction. But many of these ships and millions of containers won't hit the market until 2023. Some are expecting the shipping crisis to continue until the winter of 22, but it's not clear there's any real changes on the horizon that will actually cause the situation to improve. Breakouts of the Delta variant among port workers in Chinese ports have disrupted shipping operations by as much as 70% in some locations. If any lockdown measures are put in place, we can expect further disruptions. Chinese ports are now requiring ship's crews to be tested and quarantined at anchor before being allowed to tie up along the dock. This is further slowing the flow of ships in and out of China's shipping ports. Right now, the Delta variant has reached 33 provinces in China and caused China to impose stricter controls on movement. China's population is so large and so diverse, it's a daunting task to get enough vaccines into the population to prevent the spread of the Delta variant. As long as the lockdowns remain in China, we can expect more supply chain disruptions across a wide range of products. If strict lockdowns were to happen, we can expect a further 20 to 25% drop in shipping capacity. The supply chain disruptions are causing many products in scarce supply to sell to the highest bidder. And for those who are involved in construction, the main focus over this past year has been the cost of lumber. But now that lumber prices have started to moderate, the focus has shifted to hundreds of other commodities, including everything from plumbing components, electrical components, appliances, and construction specialties like door hardware. So what does this all mean? As a minimum, it means higher prices for a lot of products and commodities. The number of times that we search for products and find they're out of stock with months of lead time is now pretty routine. This raises a question about inflation. How long do prices need to stay elevated before they're no longer considered temporary? If supply chain disruption lasts well into next year and we experience a year or maybe two of higher prices, product shortages, and elongated lead times, what are the implications? It means that you can't make any assumptions about the availability of product. Just because a product is in stock today 
doesn't mean it'll be in stock when you need it. Security supply and pricing is of paramount importance, then the procurement function and local warehousing of materials for a construction project can become the most important function for you to put in place in the coming months. We recently completed the construction of a project consisting of an 80-bed assisted living project, all of which took place during the pandemic with the chaotic supply chain and price volatility that we've seen. We did experience a few cost overruns, but actually none of them had to do with supply chain disruptions. We pre-purchased all of the critical materials and warehoused them for the duration of the project. Now, we talked several times on this show over the past several months about the importance of managing supply chain in any project that's got a construction component. And whether you're engaged in new construction or in a value-added improvement to a project, this has become more important than ever. So as you think about that, focus on putting supply chain management as a core function. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.